Everybody, welcome to episode 69 of In a Good Way podcast. Today's special guest is Federica Calandra. She is a spiritual coach and intuitive channeler. So thank you very much, Federica, for being here. It's an honor. Thank you so much for having me. Really, thank you. Absolutely. And uh, we'll get into what an intuitive channeler is in a little bit. For those that don't know, I'll give you a chance to explain that. But first, I always like to start in the beginning. Um, you know, did you as a kid already start experiencing things? Um, you know, what was it like? Uh, were people supportive of you? So um, let's start from the beginning. When you were little, were you already experiencing spiritual things? Or Actually, that's a very good point. So this is something that I realized only now, meaning that I knew that I felt things. I saw things, I, I felt presences actually in the room, you know, when the kids say, oh, but there is somebody, you know, I felt the steps in the in the, in the the room, you know, I mm. felt somebody over me. That is real. <laughs> and I realized that I felt that all the time. So I felt, for example, a presence over me, somebody, I don't want to say touching me, but almost, you know, mm. or like steps, like physical noise in the, in the, in the room or like uh, there. And then I would... Um, I would say to my parents, my mother, <laughs> like, you know, there's somebody, you know, I'm sure, no, no, you know, what parents say, like, that, it's not true. <laughs> and also now I also understand um, that I felt, I heard actually a UFO ship outside all the time. Oh, and wow. I was like, when, yeah, like when I was a kid, like I, I heard them outside the, the, the house all the time. And I heard literally the, the umming voice. Those that have heard that knows uh, what I'm talking about. So the very low humming uh, voice. Uh, and it was, I, I just intuitively knew what it was. You know, it's not like a kid knows, you know, about the UFOs, but I just knew. Um, but then I was like, no, 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 it cannot be. So I just disregarded it. And now... I look back and I know that all those things were real. <laughs> wow. And uh, yeah, I mean, like every kid, you know, kids are very intuitive and they're very in touch with their own uh, intuition. That it's real. So what they say, what they feel, you know, and then of course the adult, you know, with the rational minds comes there and says, no, you know, you just imagine that it's not real, it's not true. Um, and then the kid just says, okay, then it's not real and grows up believing that it wasn't real. But then after, <laughs> when, you, when you actually awaken to this reality, you're like, Oh, but that was actually real, you know, those things. And this is the realization that I had recently. Also, when, when you're sick, you know, when you were a kid and you were sick, I literally felt like a presence over me, or like speaking to me, or like, you know, I, I remember a blow over my, my face, you know, when I was, you know, very hot, you know, for the fever. And now I put all these things together and they don't make sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, where, did, where did you grow up at? Like, what... Uh... You're uh, right now. You're in in Rome, yes, right? Italy, or... in in Milan, in Milan, in Italy. Milan, yeah. Okay. And I grew up here. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, where I where I grew up. Oh, okay. Um, Is it more like a countryside, or it's a populated area, or how? It's a city. It's a oh, city. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And they um, still they still visited you right there in the city. <laughs> yeah. <Wow. laughs> yeah, but uh, I must say that as soon as I leave the city, I go in a less populated area. Like, you know, they show up very strongly, like, um, because here I know that if I, like, I hear the noise, I'm always connected, like, many, many people, 
uh, I know that if I went out, I wouldn't see them. But mm. in less populated area, it has happened. I, like they, they recon very strongly. And I know that if I would come out of the window, I would, I would see them. They, they, they show up, you know. Uh, and they um, they are much more present, you know. They do more things, more games of the lights also in the room when we are you are away from the city. That's true. but they're always connected and always here also in this in the city. Mm. Wow, very mm. interesting. Uh no, no. Thank you for bringing all that up because, yeah, not. I know we could talk about that now. <laughs> so <laughs> I wasn't even planning to talk about that, but perfect. We'll we'll come back to that. So aside from um hearing those noises and knowing they were there as a child, were, were there any, were you already, was your intuition already pretty strong? Like, were you, did you ever have precognitive dreams when you were little? Were you dreaming like things that were, ha would happen or? So that I would say no, but I've had recurring dreams my whole life. Also growing up with an adolescent, like recurring dreams. And only now I understood why, because mm. those were dreams from past lives from things that you still have to clear, to understand, to learn, you know? And so they just uh, come into your life. And now that I've understood other things, I have kind of unlocked those dreams. And you know what? When you learn them, when you understand what they mean, what they what understand meaning, and when you change, when you heal the thing that they want to show you, they change. Those dreams are not recurrent anymore. They change and they show you that you're healing that, that you've figured it out. And uh, some dreams regarding specific past types have disappeared completely. It's kind of like, I figure it out. I don't need to figure it out anymore. They just, they just gone. So I would say dreams more about the things that my, were uh, in my subconscious. I've also dreamt a lot. I must say about the disaster, disasters, you know, oh. uh, like being an explosion or like crazy things happening. But you know, I think all of us have because we're living these crazy times. <laughs> no, no. But let me ask you about that because that was one of the first things that started happening to me. Is mm. I would dream of a disaster. And then when I later on, it'd be on the news. So I would dream about it like, oh. yeah, like in another part of yeah. the world. So for you, you were dreaming it from past lives or stuff like that or or uh, other? No, for me, I never had any any anything like that. Um, oh. So there was always a reason, uh, always a message. So I believe it was for me either to be prepared to really big things happening in my life. Hmm. Or kind of like, um, yeah, to bring me over this journey. But it was never like I dreamed this and this happens. That was uh, that was never my thing. Like oh. I do have a strong feeling about things that are going to happen, but I never know when, uh, where. You know the details. Like the timing, it's always like something you can never know because it can always change. Hmm. And uh, real quick before I forget, did your mom? So you said you grew up just with your mom, or both? Uh, well, yeah, my parents were separated, so mainly, yeah, with my mom and my sister, yeah. So, to your knowledge, did your mom have any connection already? Was she having any kind of... No, oh. no, my family was completely atheist. I was not even baptized. I never went, <laughs> I never went to religious classes. I knew, I, I literally knew nothing. Like, oh, wow. um, I mean, I grew up, like, like I, I barely knew that Jesus existed. And only because my <laughs> grandmother told me, like, you know, like she was religious and stuff, but my parents were absolutely not religious. They didn't want me to grow uh, religious. Um, so I, I knew zero. Like, everything I know, it comes after my awakening. All the things that I, I discovered and that I deep dive on my own. And I learned myself, right? Mm. But really growing up, there was, there has never been any spiritual concept, spiritual connection, nothing. Um, oh, wow. and I didn't even believe in anything, honestly. Oh, <laughs> I only wow. believed in you know the science and what <laughs> oh, so you were uh, I only I believe in the science kind of person. 
yeah. <laughs> uh, we could say that, yeah. Ah, that's interesting. But here's the thing, because I did, but here's the thing, because I was always wondering, I was always questioning uh, mm. things, right? So because I didn't know anything about the religion and the spiritual world, you know, but I wanted to know. So what did I do? I learned and studied on my own. Oh. Um, you know, all the philosophers, you know, uh, what did they say? What did... And I was never satisfied. Like nobody really um, told me what my soul wanted to know. So I was searching and searching and looking. So for example, when I was in high school, my favorite subject was philosophy because philosophy, oh. philosophy is about questioning your reality, right? So I studied all the philosophers and I was like, you know, who is there? You know, there must be somebody that knows the truth. Mm. It was nobody. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can never found it. And I only found, I only felt like I found finally the answers with my awakening um, recently, like last year. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, when you're and a half, uh, 2000, end of 2021 and really ramping up in 2022, I would say. Yeah. Wow. But that was the first time I got real answers because, you know, I had experiences. I could, I could uh, understand things. I could look back and see, you know, oh, you know, that was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I found the right, uh, the, the real answers and you know yeah very interesting so there really is like a huge spiritual awakening going on right because like that was my thing Mm -hmm. right so for me i guess i was already kind of born with it but at -hmm. some point you shut it off because you can't find other people right so it's like you're just wait you're kind of (laughs) waiting you're waiting you're waiting around to like oh you know almost like a kid in in a playground and you're waiting hey who's gonna come play with me like I, i'm just waiting like, <laughs> like you know I, it's I, true yeah yeah like on a swing just swinging your leg like well there's just waiting for someone to show up right so it's really interesting to hear that um so, so true. <laughs> i know you said there weren't any philosophers that that kind of showed you the truth so there weren't any because i was gonna ask you that ask you that if there was at least one that jumped out at you that was close no. to no, I mean, no, absolutely. I mean, I love them. Honestly, it's kind of like each one of them brought a piece of the truth. Here's mm. the thing. It's kind of like religions, you know, like um, each one of them, of course, religious, there, there is something behind, but it's kind of like uh, so few. And then there is so much bullshit over it. And mm. that what I was looking for was something completely real, completely true, like the, the truth. And each one of them brought a piece to uh, to the puzzle. And so what I was looking for was the puzzle. And so I had to put all the piece, all those pieces together, like by studying Plato, you know, Aristotle, whatever, like starting from really the Greeks uh, and Latin um, mm. philosophers, from the Germans, you know, like real all the all the movements because I loved it. And if you put them all together, it's kind of like everybody says their own thing, which, which are kind of all true, but it's not it. It's just not it. It's not the the whole thing. And, and so I just wasn't satisfied and. Um, now, now we have the answers, finally, the answers are coming out and everybody has access to that. Before it was, you know, only for those that, I don't know, wanted to, to go there. Nice for everybody. Okay, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to that right now. But so yeah. first, let's say, okay, so now you said you had your spiritual awakening in um, 2021. Okay, I would say that, I w- <laughs> let's call it like Matrix Awakening 2021, meaning like, Oh, we live in a fake oh. system. <laughs> but a little before that, it was already starting to push through. Yes, with, it was with COVID for me. With COVID, it was like, uh, there's something very wrong here, you know, and then it was all the mandates. I don't know what we can say in here, but the thing was like, we things were so weird that you cannot just not notice it, right? And I, and so... <laughs> no, no, I think I, we could talk because at first, yeah. 
you know, I had two videos deleted because at first during, you know, when COVID hit, I, I, I saw how divided everybody got. So I was like, oh, wow. So oh, okay. I said, okay, but fine. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I, I just stopped saying stuff. And then I even got my two warnings from YouTube because I upload. I, I felt responsible. Like, you know what? Okay. I'm supposed to share. Because I just shared for me what happened spiritually. I didn't say I, I'm a medical okay. this, nothing. I didn't. Yeah. Nothing, and they still deleted it, and I was like, "Wow!" So I saw mm. even that felt very wrong, right? Like, okay, like that's it. Like, so there's just this is right. like the truth, right? So that's probably what has happened in history, like you said, right? They've always taught us like a certain way, and that's it, and they don't let you question and every everything. So with that, I saw like it happening again. So okay, so let's talk about. So what was the big thing that happened that that caused your awakening? Well, you know, I just uh, looked into some topics and uh, I mean, everything fit together. Well, let's say at the time I was with one per with a person um, that really opened my eyes, I must say. So mm. I'm really thankful for that. It really showed me things. It really opened my eyes. And that was it. Like, and then when we saw what he was saying it was actually true, like, you know, the words, it was so real. So then I started looking into all the, um, those topics, right? So those old conspiracy theories, this kind of stuff. And I kind of got um, into the loop of all the things. Oh my God, you know, this is happening. Like I felt I felt it was true. It was real. And so that really uh, got me into a very fear-based um, mentality. Oh. You know, that, that, yeah, because, you know, <clears throat> you don't know the truth, the spiritual truth. I, I didn't know anything about that. It was just, oh my God, this is my reality. This is happening. This is our destiny, you know? So of course I was scared. And so that really got me into a very uh, anxiety, panic attacks. You know, I really couldn't believe that was happening. And that was really the trigger to my spiritual awakening because with panic attacks, basically you just face your death. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it's kind of like you think you're dying. So you have to like, what the fuck? Um, and so, uh, <laughs> and so uh, it just, uh, it just ramped up everything very quickly. And really it was like, end of 2021 uh starting this to feel like so bad with myself like anxiety came up i, I just couldn't live with it anymore mm. and really everything was super i don't know chaos chaotic like you know in that, that period a lot of people felt that and and so also there's another thing being an empath so feeling other people's energy and not knowing that it's crazy because you think it's you but it's all the collective feeling that and you feel it even more right mm. so this is for many people that uh, are empaths a lot of people are and they just don't know how to handle energies because they just feel it uh, of course i've learned that also but anyway so with the awakening with the panic attacks anxiety stuff that really led me into um really stop like oh my god like i have to stop you know this, this is not this is not okay to feel like that so i started to look into things you know how to um manage that and to manage anxiety and stuff and uh, I really found the right tools um, I must say uh, I, I, I looked for help from some uh, psychologists but none of them really helped me they just mm. don't know honestly how to help you <laughs> they just give you you remember I think we talked about this I think I told you right I had to find figure it out myself because <laughs> like I had to find the, my own method to cope with it uh, to to yeah uh, and then with that, so it was all together, I started to look for things because uh, also like by, by opening my eyes to the truth, also the things came up and it just, for me, it started with, uh, with UFOs. So I've always, as I told you, since I was a kid, you know, I felt them, I heard them actually, then I completely removed that thought and now it was time to go back to the truth. And in that period, they really started visiting so much, like uh, really every night. And, um, and that was very, it was awakening for me. Um, I just knew it was them. Uh, I just heard the noise. I felt the presence in the room. 
um, they really wanted to to really wake me up, like shake me, it's like it's your time, you know. And uh, and then I uh, there were the it culminated with I would say uh, out of body experience, like I I was literally like awake, and mm. then I found myself out of my body looking down, and it was the bed, you know, and, and everything. That was the um, event that was like really snapped me out, like okay, this is real. This this is not. This is not a joke. It's real yeah. because I was awake out of my body and I saw entities around me. Like, oh, wow. was, like yeah, I uh, see. I think one entity, uh, I think it was a spirit guide. I don't know. Anyway, very white looking in front of me. And that was it because of that, that was it. And then after that, I booked my first uh, psychic reading. I had no idea what those were. <laughs> so get zero knowledge about all this stuff. Wow. Uh, so I did the first psychic reading and that was super enlightening. And that was uh, also sent by the universe, I believe, because I was searching for help. Nobody could really help me. And then a friend of mine, she said, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what's happening to you. She was, she's a dear friend of mine. Um, and she, she said, I don't know really what you're going through, but I think there, there is a friend of mine that can help you. So she con- she brought me to her. She gave me the contact and she really was a very uh, authentic uh, channeler. Mm. And for those that don't know what channeling is, is just connect really just downloading information with your third eye from source. So basically I just go into a very uh, meditative, meditative state, mm-hmm. trance state, we can say there are different levels and just asking a question that receives your information in your mind. And so we know that there are many that do it. You know, not everybody might be authentic. You know when somebody is authentic. I don't know. You just know. Because the truth has a vibration and you feel that. Your soul knows. And when somebody speaks and you resonate with that, you know it's true. That's how, because a lot of people told me, but how do you know these things are true? You know, how do you know that, uh, you know, it's happening this, it's not happening that? How do you know that this is, I don't know. I just knew. Like some things you just know. You just, they resonate with you deeply because they're the truth. And our soul knows and that's how you know and so if you follow this if you follow the resonance you find the trace to the truth and you, you discover what's not real which is 70 percent of things even more <laughs> that mm. you find and you just find the real answers and this um spiritual uh this sorry psychic uh reading was um was the real um was the trigger to everything else because she explained me what was happening it was my awakening she said this was your time there was a clock inside you it has gone now it's time for you to, oh, wow. <laughs> to awaken wow. and that's it and after that i started to to research so much um so many hours a day and i really catched up with a lot of things and then i started to have my own experiences my own lessons to grow uh, into all these topics and um and now really my mission is to help people that go through this because i, I was there as well i've been through that i know what it means to be completely into the matrix and not believing so, you know, really, because I was there, you know, so I know how it is to to believe those things. I know it is how dramatic dramatic it is to awaken, like literally the Matrix movie. That's it. That was it. Like, it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know how scary it can be. And I know this is what keeps people um, in their uh, in their comfort zone, because it's so scary to, to know those truths. And... I, I like uh, all of us, we know a lot of people that, for example, say, if I even think about that, right, I cannot even think about that. And so they just shut off. Um, we know, we all know people that, that said that, maybe you also said that, I also said that at the time. So I know the feeling, what it is, how scary it is, how, what can bring, but I also know how to get out of it and how to get into the light again and to find yourself. That That was my whole journey in that um brings me today where I am to help people in this because I've been there 
<laughs> when you're talking about getting back to the light from where from from <laughs> from things no 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 like from things here or you're talking about like when you go on a spiritual journey finding your way back or from being like in a dark place and finding your way back i mean that when you go through your awakening oh, okay. there is a reason why it's called the dark night of the soul it's because it's not pretty it's not easy oh, yeah. and it's scary it's because you're going through some things completely alone. Other people around you don't understand you, don't know what's happening to you. And uh, and you're just really going through this alone. You just search a line, you know, for answers and you don't know what's happening. You don't know why you feel these things. You don't know why. So, um, and you really feel lost. So you're completely lost really in this. And with darkness, I mean that. And But there is a way out that is, it's kind of like, okay, here's the thing. If you imagine about the 5D, right? So the the feeling in peace, the feeling of having found myself, my true self, my real self, right? So I know what I have to do with my life. I know who I am. Let's call it 5D, right? So between the 5D and the 3D, where everybody lives, like follow the rule, everything is fine. You know, there is a layer in the middle. We can call it 4D. So we have the 3D where everything is, you know, aligned. Nobody questions anything. You know, I just live my life. I don't, I don't, I don't want to know. It's the I don't want to know state, right? It's the 3D. Then we have the 5D, which is over the clouds. But to get there, there are the clouds. And that is the dark light of the of the soul, which is the phase where you question, you open up, and you feel, and you're lost. And honestly, um, it's the hardest part. And it's the reason why people are afraid to go there, afraid to know the truth, because they're afraid, they're scared for that part. And they, they, they have reason to do it, because uh, to be scared. It, it's uh, completely understandable, because it is. And so to get to the 5D, which is when you really find yourself and you're aligned to your, yourself, you have to go through that uh, uncomfortable period, the, the class, the 4D, and uh, which is an actual dimension, like literally the, the 4D. It's like when, when you are in your thoughts, in your mind, and, and you know, there are other things that you might know and see and hear. Uh, it's an actual dimension, literally. Um, that is what I mean with the going from darkness to the light, going to the 4D to the 5D, finding yourself, but you have to go through that. There is no, unfortunately, there is no other way around, but there's always help for all those that did it before you um, because they really know what, what it means. Yeah, no, but thank, yeah, you, for, no, but thank you. That was a beautiful um, way of putting it, right? Going through the clouds and all that. So I, I like that analogy. Um, yeah, and that's why, I get it because, see, I was always, I know how painful it is, so I never wanted to push anyone and feel responsible. Like, uh, I never wanted anyone to be like, right. well, because, you know, like me, I, I see when I was going through certain things, it wasn't for me, but it was like when I was trying to help people, sometimes I would see entities that they had, and I saw entities, like things that no way anyone would want to see right like things from a horror movie like things so mm -hmm. so there were all these entities that would be attached to people but it was always the free will right so i just didn't i didn't want to be responsible so i didn't want to make anyone have to battle anything i just didn't want to be responsible that's it but now that all this is happening i get you know it's fine like it's like the cat's out of the bag right like i don't know if you're <laughs> familiar with that thing but you know it's yeah, like yeah yeah, yeah. so <laughs> it's it's fine no and even that like see how, how you already talked about ufo so i know i could talk about that now and we could go as deep as we need to so um so is that what led you to 
sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I want to say one thing before we proceed to the next thing. Okay. So you said, uh, um, so the free will, yeah, that, that's true. Now the cat is out of the bag. That's true, but still, uh, it's always uh, like, even though we share this information, it, the information will still find those that are ready for that because there's still people that are, is not ready. And we still, you know, have to respect that. And uh, I also learned this the hard way because I was also trying to awaken those around me. Um, and that was very counterproductive, I can say. Uh, because, you know, well, it was meant to be, it was a lesson for me to learn, you know, um, but, uh, but it always needs to come from them and still they will never know about these things unless they really want to know. So. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think for me more, it was, um, you know, because I was aware, but then I think they were always trying to like really awaken me. Right. But mm. I pushed it away. Right. Just because how I grew up, it was different. You know, it's funny how, well, see now, see, it's kind of, it's a hard thing for me to say free will because for me, I was shown, you know, when I had like uh, one of the big, you know, because I keep having these huge, like more and more and more, right? But one of the big ones, I was shown like how I pretty much planned out my life, right? So it's almost like I, I don't even have free will, but that's why when I hear everyone talking about free will, I'm like, oh, good for you because I don't have free will. Either. <laughs> like, they keep reminding me. Like, I keep being reminded over and over. Like, there's right. little thing. There's like a little thing that they show me that always shows me like somehow I, which is weird, right? Because how do we, why would we like, you know, like almost like a movie script. Why would I put like, oh, I go through this hard thing and this other hard thing and this other hard thing and this other, <laughs> it's like, who does that to themselves, right? So it's it that <laughs> that is sometimes yeah. it's like I'm I'm telling myself like bad words, right? Like like not bad words, but you know, in a joking way, like like oh my god, like I can't believe you would do this, right? That kind of stuff. So but no, I know like uh yeah, I definitely respect people's um their own awakening, right? Like in at their own pace. Yeah. And so I definitely don't try to force it. On anyone. And yeah, I love what you said that how when it it's going to find them no matter what. So when it's time, but I think I always try to push it away. I, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it because yeah, it feels like, yeah. Oh, you did the same. Yeah. I mean, before, of course. Like, uh, yeah. Because it like, feels like a responsibility. That's why it does feel like a job. Right. But that's kind of like what well, we agreed. Like, oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, wait. Uh, okay. No, I see what you mean. That came later. Because first I was pushing things on people, then yeah. I understood that, and then I started. I stopped doing that. Awesome. Also because I saw that uh, it it was useless, completely useless. So. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. Um. So, at what point did you decide? So you had gone through all these things, and at what point did you say, "Okay, I'm ready to be a spiritual coach"? So, along your journey. Actually, pretty recently, this year, 2023, I have, um, so let's say that with me awakening, of course, I understood. So I wanted to understand what I wanted to do. I was like, okay, I'm here for a reason. Okay, I have a, I have a mission, like all of us, right? I want to understand what. Of course, I kind of understood it because I kind of like, um, I don't know, I just intuitively knew, like, like 
I love spirituality. I love to ex explain it. I love to speak about this stuff. It's like what I would do the, the whole day, right? That's what your heart wants. Yeah. Uh, but of course, it was just the beginning. So I didn't really have a lot to, to explain. <laughs> I told my own experience. I have to go through my own challenges. I have to go through my own lessons. And so that was what 2022 was about. Uh, and uh, I would say until lessons and challenges never end. But anyway, 2023 really ramped up because basically in 2022, I catched up with all the things I needed to know, let's say, to align. It's kind of like it was a very huge research and understanding. And, really, and then 2023 was the actualization of all the things that I learned in 2022, meaning that I literally looked at myself, I looked at my life, and I saw everything that didn't serve me. And I removed and released every single one of them, one by one. And I'm talking about friendships, um, work, relationships, every single thing. I released everything. I changed house. I changed, I changed everything because I I understood all the things. Like, you know, I, I really asked to the universe for the best for me. Like I wanted the, the, the best possible thing I could have in everything. And so all the things that were not aligned to that just dropped off my life. Literally everything. So yeah. everything. <laughs> and then um uh, in this journey, there is this deep healing that happens because when you start to question about yourself, basically you see that you you manifested those things for a reason, meaning that everything that is manifested in your reality, it comes from your consciousness. There is something that is manifested. So what is that? And so when things drop off, it's because you heal what manifested it. And so I started in this journey, basically two things. So we yeah, are three things. Well, yeah. So I changed my 3D life, taking choices like, you know, okay, this person doesn't belong to my uh, 3D life anymore. I'm sorry, but that, that's just the truth. Um, and then I started the healing journey. So it was about looking my own patterns, what was happening in my consciousness, what what were the things that I needed to heal, what made me suffer, you know, what brought me into automatic patterns that bring those dynamics in relationships. I'm talking about family, friends, uh, uh, the, your partner, you know, and um at the same time, I was trying to understand what was my mission. And so I was really drawn to channeling because actually that was the first thing that that reader told me in the first reading I told you about. Because she told me like, um, among the other things, like uh, you are already open to channel. You can already channel information. Mm. And in th that period, I was uh, watching a lot of videos about channeling, a lot of channels. I was uh, retrieving information from them. And when I saw them doing it, I was like, this is so fascinating. I want to do it as well. This is amazing, you know? And that is when you understand that something for you. When you see somebody doing something and you love it and you're like, oh, I really see myself doing that. That's for you, you know? And so I was looking at some other spiritual teachers, you know, some other channels, and I was like, oh, I love that. You know, I would love to have that life to do those things. And um, when then uh, she told me, you you can channel, you know, you already activate it because it has to be activated to, in order to channel, otherwise you don't receive anything. Um, it was together with my awakening. It was everything happened together. So psychic gifts, activation, whatever, kundalini, everything together, really. <laughs> it mm. was a full activation. And uh, and so I started in all these periods. So while I was, uh, I was, I was cleaning out my life of the, of the stuff, while I was healing myself, I was learning channeling and uh, understanding what I wanted to do with my life. So I practiced a lot since the end of 2022. I practiced on myself, of course, and on my family and well, not family. Uh, on the, on my uh, ex boyfriend at the time, and uh, and then the people that I started to to meet in the um, in the spiritual community, I, I met amazing people because I went into into this world of you know people that you know uh, were aligned to me in that, in that moment, and so I started channeling, and it was a very quick uh, grasp, I would say. Um, it I learned very quickly, and I started doing it. I didn't. Um, well, it was just for I mean for me to learn, and then in. In March this year, 
Yes. Uh, with other two persons that I magically met, thanks to the universe, we founded together a community that you, you know very well. And that was an amazing school. So it's a, it's a group uh, community where, you know, um, we host group sessions. And basically in the session, you just come there, you ask whatever you want. I channel it, you can receive energy healing. That was an amazing way for me to learn because it was, you know, you have to do a lot of people quickly in a few time, you know, in front of people. So that really put the pressure on, meaning that you have to learn. There is no other way. That was a very quick school for me. Um, well, it, yeah, it really ramped up. And in all this process, by healing myself, by understanding who I was, by learning things, and really everything just became clear. I just knew what I had to do. And so it, come, it came to a point in this summer when I just, I was like, I already knew I wanted to leave my corporate job because in all this, I was working on a normal corporate job like everybody. <laughs> mm. uh, and, and I've been, you know, I felt trapped. Like, it was like, oh my God, like, I honestly, I wanted to die. Not die, but... No, you know, no. It's just, you're, I, you felt, know. I went through that and people didn't, oh, it's such a good job. And I stayed stuck for nine years at a job that, mm. yeah. And I was miserable yeah. every day. <laughs> I was miserable. But go ahead, Perfect. go ahead. Not to interrupt you. So, no, 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 it's fine because exactly. So I would say that the majority of people, that's what they, they're honestly uh, going through right now. And so for me, it was five years. So five years in this uh, corporate job, uh, I changed two jobs in the middle. Um, I will, I must say that I was privileged, honestly, for the job that I had. Like it was really something that everybody would say, why would you even leave that? You know, like at your age, you know, having that responsibility, that job, that, you know, salary, everything was amazing. Working from home always, um, really, but... What it, you're really not doing what you love. You're like, and it was a struggle every single hour, right? So, so no. So I've asked to the universe when I was shedding light on my things of the life. There was also the job, so I already knew I wanted to leave it, leave it, of course. And then I've asked to the universe when is the right time to leave it. I was waiting for a sign, and there was some moments in which I was ready to leave it before before the time, and I was completely blocked. There was a huge intervention from the universe in blocking me. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, because it wasn't time. And so then I said, okay, okay, get it. You know, like, then let me know when it's the right time. And then the right time came. I didn't know I had to do a lot of work before uh, getting there on myself because, you know, I had to become that person. So I didn't know who I had to become. Before you're there, you don't know who, you, who you're going to be. And so there were uh, a lot of uh, a lot of feeling, a lot of trans a huge transformation process um, because I, I wanted to, <laughs> to get there. And after that, as I said, the vision became clearer and clearer and clearer. And then I just knew. And that is was when I received the sign from the universe to leave it. I came back from my holidays on, on July. And it was like, that's it. I'm going to do it. Um, and in the meantime, of course, I was building. So this community and my own uh, business, of course. So it was all working in the, in the parallel. It was just the right moment when it was right to, to leave it. Because, um, you know, the, 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 it's all in divine timing. And then it just came. And, and since then, basically, I'm not working anymore. Yeah, <laughs> this is not work. It's just your 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 mission, you know. No, and so one of my purpose and missions is to help those to free themselves from the matrix job because I know, I know how painful that is. I know, like with my whole self. And when I was there, everyone, everyone was miserable. Everyone was miserable, and I would there saying like, okay, I'm here because I have my own objectives. Like I was saving money, learning business skills and stuff. But I, I knew they've never been there forever, right? But all people that were there, they just, like everyone, you just believe that that's your destiny. You're going to be there forever. And so I was telling all of them, you know, but you know, maybe, you know, you can do something else, right? 
And they just looked at me like I was crazy, like, um, yeah. And then when I left, everybody asked me, so where are you going? You know, what company? I was like, no, I'm not going to any company. <laughs> I'm doing my own thing. And I was like, like, huh? what does it mean? What does it even mean? <laughs> um, but I remember, and, and the first question they asked me, like, are you afraid? No, why would I? Like, you know. So you weren't afraid at all? No, I was, of course, but oh. I oh, I overcome it. <laughs> I was afraid, uh, but but I really, it's kind of like, you know, in your heart what you have to do. And I was so, but here's the thing. I couldn't do it until I reached a certain state state of myself, of my transformation or my development that I knew with a certain, like 100% certainty that I, what I had to do. Because, because like when you are in this journey, you develop a really a personal relationship with the divine. Like you, you develop your own connection. Like you receive downloads, you receive information. You, you hear divine voice, right? <laughs> you can say that. And so I was sure, like I was completely aligned. So I knew what I had to do, but you have to reach that state to, to do it. Uh, if you're afraid, if you're scared, you know, it means that there is something else you need to, to do. And, but so I went, I was there, I was scared. You know, there was all the, that was the fear, um, fear-based mentality that you had to overcome. So it was one of the healing process that I went through. Once you heal that, you don't, you're not scared anymore because you remove the fake belief that makes you scared. And that's the whole point of the healing journey. It's about re re releasing the fake things that are in your consciousness, you release them, you release them, you're not fearful anymore because they're not there. Yeah. And so when you get there, then you know who you are, what you have to do, and what you do, and you know when to do it. That's the whole point of, of this journey. And then you will know and everything uh, aligns. No, no, absolutely. Let me ask you before I forget to about um because I, I see that that's a recurring theme, right? And you know, it, it's almost sad to hear, but it's like every, just about everybody that has gone through some kind of huge awakening, eventually, it seems like there's divorces or breakups from relationships. Why? Like for you, you said, was that the one, the partner you had that you learned a lot from that you said that, that you, you're thankful because it, you said that, that you were. Uh, I'm thankful. I mean, of course, it was an amazing relationship, uh, but no, I meant that I, I opened my eyes on the matrix. Oh, because okay. He, okay. he he made me see things that I didn't see before. Okay, but then uh, did your spiritual awakening yeah. have anything to do with you with you yeah, with your separate ways? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, um, it just showed me things that were already there. I just didn't see them. That's the oh. whole point of the awakening, right? So you just become conscious about something you were unconscious about. You just see things you didn't see before. Okay. And no, because I've always wanted to ask because I always forget to ask like what. Because I see it's a recurring theme, right? So many people, even that, like people that get divorced, like, and yeah. you can tell it has something to do with the spiritual, but I never really asked, asked, so I was just like, let me ask you, <laughs> since, <laughs> since you brought it up, let me ask you about, like, if it, like, no, were, they, just because... were they supportive of it though? Like, were they, did they believe you or, or were they giving you, like, they didn't believe you? Did they think you were like, oh, you're crazy now or something like that? Or they were supportive? But there were other things. Ah, right. Yeah. So there, there were a lot of things, meaning that the relationship, I mean, okay, let's put it in this way. I mean, you don't have to, You, it's uh, feel free, to, whatever you want to share. So don't, don't feel no, no, obligated. So yes, the first, the first thing was that when I went to my awakening, I was, yeah, literally was said that I was crazy and, and so on. So I oh. wasn't believed. So I felt completely, you know, not listened to, not, however, I must say that he, like, 
that that guy was amazing because even though he didn't understand your he supported me in my hardship and stuff so I, i'm very grateful that he was there absolutely I nothing to say about that however um it's crazy when you get to the point that you have to justify every single thing that you say mm. because it's not understood on their side it's, it's draining it's like tiring it's kind of like I had to do this because I have to explain it. Like, every, it, it, there is just no understanding anymore. And then this person went through his own awakening one year after. And, he, oh. you know, it, it just happens. You think that you just understand that that's not what you want, that um, it's just a normal, a normal process. As I said, you understand things that you didn't want to see before, but they were always there. And um, the awakening is just shedding light over things you don't want to see. And that's it. That's why these things happen, because you just say, you know what, I want the best for me. Is this the best? Maybe not. And you see that that you didn't see before. And um, because I literally asked for, I want my highest possible timeline for everything. everything. And so what happens is that things start to show you that they're not the best thing. So you have to you know, deal with it. Mm. And then, of course things uh, collapse because you know you go through your awakening you understand things and you are not aligned anymore they just sit you're not aligned anymore you don't you don't understand each other anymore and that happens with friends as well with family as well it's the same it doesn't change anything with a partner of course you have to um to to i mean eventually you break up with friends you just stop talking or you just drop them off your life yeah <laughs> and with family normally we keep them uh but you would do the same <laughs> thing if you go <laughs> let's be honest um so what happens so many families that you change dynamics, meaning that you disappear a bit from the life, mm. but you can really, you know, yeah. Yeah, the family is always a, a heart. I think with me, everyone, at least I had already a good reputation about being truthful. So people knew if I was going to say something, I wasn't just going to be making stuff up. So at least I think they respected that. They knew I wasn't. I wasn't the type that I'm over here lying about stuff. So they respected that. But still, yeah, some of the spiritual things, like they didn't understand it. So they just kind of, they didn't want to talk about it. I think more like they would just change the subject. Still yeah, really kind of, yeah. So it's, it's you know, I, I understand. But that's a single so for me. Like I was always help, uh, like reliable. It's not like a, I was so, like I was a crazy person, you know. And that's why it's weird that if you've always believed me. Then why wouldn't you believe me in this, right? It's mm. kind of like you oh. always trust me. You always believed in me. So why am I suddenly a crazy person? Ah. That's what happened. Like in their mind, in my, and I'm talking about my parents, you know, all the persons you know, that were, were, were close, in their mind, I changed. Like I became a crazy person, like mm. somebody that, you know, even though it wasn't until the, the day before, because of course they were not ready to see the things in my own way, in, in my way. And so I was the crazy one, right? It's like, if you're not changing perspective, the other person is crazy. Uh, so yeah, that... That really didn't happen. Like I was considered the crazy person. No, no, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, let's talk a little bit real quick because I want I want to give you a chance to talk about like uh your business, for example. So, and obviously, I'm sure it's personal, so you don't have to share any information that that's gonna talk about anyone's personal stuff. But like, how how has it helped? Um, like, what do people tell you when you help them with the spiritual coaching, like? Like, what kind of things have they been able to, like, what breakthroughs have they been able to have from the spiritual coaching? So the thing that they say the most is, like, you have articulated 
something that I always knew, but I could never tell myself. It's kind of like mm. you have brought up something that I knew that I understood and now you show it to me like in a very clear and easy way so that I can understand it and deal with it. So that's the main thing. Uh, but mostly, so that, that's it. The work that I do, it, it has two, two main um, areas. So we have coaching, but also channeling. So in the coaching side, we talk about these things, you know, about like how do you that are going through these things, how do you go through the 4D to get to the 5D? How do you go through the clouds? Like what happens in the middle, you know? How do you deal with that process? So here is really about helping you, transforming yourself, shedding lights, you know, understanding uh, your life, the things, uh, healing yourself, because the healing part, it's like really the tough part, I would say. Yeah. Uh, to get on the other side this is really i bring you to the other side basically let's put it in that way so that you can really be your authentic self and your, your fullest self which can mean anything which can mean if you have to leave your job you know but you're not you you don't think you can you know but it's about starting from where are you unhappy that's where you start from you know and then we look at, at the life you know and we understand why why are you you know what are the things that made you create that reality what are the things that you need to heal or understand about that what are the lessons you know it's all about really deep diving what doesn't serve you why and then uh learning the tools because what i do i teach you how to hear yourself i teach you how to understand things it's not like you come to me if i give you the answer <laughs> or like uh, and then you're dependent on me for me the best thing is like uh, it's teaching you the methods that you can apply every day because it's not a process that ends one day in one day it's just it's a it's a daily practice it's um it's a it's a process it's a journey it's not something that you do in one day you have to learn certain things so that you can do them by yourself, building your own routine, you know, your own, um, yeah, spiritual practices that are aligned to you. This is the first part. So the coaching part, so the understanding transformation. The second part is related to channeling, um, meaning that you, so in the channeling part, you can basically ask anything you want to know about your soul, who you are, your origins, um, what past lives you've lived um it's very useful to understand who you truly are because this information explain who you are because many things that happen in the early years are most probably coming from past lives so karma so there's some things that you don't understand why they happened and normally they happen to close some kind of karmic cycle that happened in your past life when you learn about these past lives you really look back at your life and you say oh that's why that happened like you understand everything that happened everything happened for a reason so these kind of readings are really the objective is to understand who you are where you come from and why things happen to you what are the main lessons you know that you learn um and also looking at your mission the reason why you're having this life you know what is your your main purpose what is why did you choose this life because let's remember that we choose this life everything everything that happens to us is chosen by us so, but we show it for a reason. So you can deep dive basically of these things. Uh, we can open your Akashic records, seeing at anything you want to know about any past lives, off planet, on Earth, anything. Uh, we can see your first incarnation. So what is your blueprint? What is your soul? Because a soul is a, is a blueprint, right? So it has its own specific skills and characteristics. And um, yeah, which is, you know, are your talents who you are in the end, right? You can see that. You can check that. And uh you can receive any message from your guides or your angels that you need to know uh, that are relevant for the time, um, anything. So this is the channeling part, which is what channeling is about. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. And I wanted to ask you about the past life, so I'm glad you you brought that up. Um, see, because even that, I think I believe that 
I'm not sure how it says it in the Bible, but I think, you know, when I was growing up, since that was my first like reference guide, it almost teaches you about that the past lives don't matter, right? Like if this life, but see now knowing everything I, I know, because even that, that's how at first I had been dreaming about past lives for a long time. And then finally there was a, a, a medium friend that helped me a lot. And, you know, it was proven like she was a hundred percent, like the real deal. Right. So she showed me, uh, she helped me a lot when my brother passed away and, um, just the messages and everything. It was like a hundred percent. So she told me she was the first one that was like, Oh, I see these past lives of you. And I was like, Oh, okay. I already dreamed all that stuff that she's saying. So I knew it was oh, okay. So that's what that was. These were past lives. And it was important mm -hmm. to me, very important to me. Right. So that's why I know past lives, how you said, so you feel, because it's so different, right? From what we're taught, right? So now that, that past lives do matter. So, so you feel that we do have to clear up that karma. We do have to still like, or like you said, every dream even has a meaning, right? Like you keep like the recurring dream, right? Until, so for example, one thing, I don't know what I want to say, but yeah, I have to say, so one thing, sometimes I see like things from my past life, like um, I have dreamt of like, like for example, women I don't know that I don't know at all in this life, right? So what would be the lesson in that? Like just from what you feel, what would you feel is the lesson in dreaming about, about people that I guess from another life, why would they still be there? Like why would I have dreams of them? Okay, so here is like when somebody comes to me and say, what does this dream mean? First of all, the, in the dreams, dreams have uh, the function of, uh, they have so many different reasons why we have them. Uh, but it's a very valuable space that once you know how to use it, it can be very resourceful, resourceful very useful. <laughs> Sorry. So we have, uh, we can receive messages directly from our guides in our dreams. Uh, you can dream about past lives. You can dream about uh, lessons. You can have training in your dreams, meaning that they put you through some challenges so that you learn something, really anything. The point is that only the person that is dreaming knows that. And how can you know it? So when you dream somebody from other lives or somebody, uh, a dear one or stuff, you are the only one that can understand why that happened. And the only way to know to do it is to observe the pattern, meaning that this happens more than once. Okay, how did I feel? when that happened you know it's kind of like you discerning that so when somebody asks me like can you interpret this dream no i can mean that yeah i can check if there's something specific but it's the it's the person that needs to learn to understand if there is a specific lesson a dream um, uh, a message somebody coming to your dreams normally uh, you said why somebody from past lives would come well because the the soul connections that we have are forever they, they don't just uh, they don't die with this life actually we incarnate always with the same persons uh like our soul family it's like people like it's like a group of soul that are like very close to their own origin like they're super close and they always incarnate together to help each other because the bond is so strong and and are those friendships that you know are like unexplainable or those uh you know of course the the bond the love between uh, these souls is so strong that of course they observe you from other dimensions from other lives they know you that you're here for example the other person that you were with in that life maybe they're not incarnated here but they they have this connection with you so they're always there to help you and sometimes come in dream to show them to you because they trigger something in you so 
the reason the reason can be infinite why would that person come uh i've had uh, people come in my dreams that i have no idea who they are like no idea but they know they had such love for me and i accepted that love feeling like i know that they know me i don't remember them of course because we come here we lose all our memories but i know they're they're with me and that's the same with the speed guides like we don't know them like we don't know who they are we don't remember them um but there is a connection, there is uh, this thing, and they are always there for us. We just don't remember them. And so when they come in, into dreams, it's to trigger us something normally, it's to show us something. And normally, everything happens for a reason. So it can happen that the dreams that you had for your whole life, maybe for 10 years, you didn't understand them. And then it comes a moment in which you put all the pieces together and you say, whoa, that's why all those things happen. So everything happens for a reason. It will come a time when you will understand it. So if something happens, you don't understand it, it's okay. Just drop it. Let it go. And then in divine timing, at the right time, you will understand why that thing happened. It's always like that for everything. So maybe those dreams that happened when you were a child, when when you even were, you know, when you were awakening, they all had a reason. And in the end, what sticks in your mind is what you need to remember. So if something wasn't relevant, you just, you just forget it. It's fine. Um, but just know that what happens in the dreams, it's really... I would say that that is kind of the work that the person has to do, meaning that you have to pay attention to what happens and how you feel, why, because by doing that, you're the only one that understands because really nobody else can tell you. But you just helped me so understand, so you did help me. <laughs> See, so sometimes, it, no, but instantly, like when you were saying it, it, I feel like that made sense to me. So, um, so yeah. See, sometimes maybe it does help bounce it off. And then you can hear, then that made sense to me. See, so so it, it made sense for some reason. Um, okay, so I wanted to ask you because I don't know how much time we have. I don't want to keep you forever, right? So, um, you have a lot of time, or a lot of time? No, that's fine. We can. Okay. Yeah. So I wanted to get into the. So at this point, yeah, if anyone doesn't want to, like you know, hear about this subject, then you could kind of tune out. But I did want to talk to you about like. For example, like how you said about the UFOs and all that, um, were you shown like what what star people you came from and this and that or, or who? Because, oh, you even mentioned about your first incarnation. So have you been shown your first incarnation? And, you know, if you don't mind talking about that and also like what like, you know, star people you came from and this and that. Yeah, uh, actually, that was very interesting. That was, uh, so I must say that I didn't have a lot of readings in my awakening. I, I, must, I must have a top five or six. I must say, yeah, so not so many, but those were very accurate and very um, authentic. I can say that. Um, and there was one reading specifically that was uh, eye opening. Uh, it was last year in, no, 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 it was 2023. And it was a, a full Akashic record reading about my soul origin, my first incarnations on where, and, you know, my blueprints, everything resonated. And basically, yeah. So she said my first incarnations were on Mintaka, which is a, a water planet. Uh, it's, you know, we have Sirius. Uh, I don't know if you're, uh, I mean, I'm not super, honestly. Uh, no, I'm not. But <laughs> I know that there are blue planets, you know, and the water planets. And so Mintaka is kind of like um, the mermaid, uh, you know, you have the mermaid's population there. It's kind of like where mermaids come from. So, and then when she told me, I was like, you know, like I was, oh, I've been obsessed with mermaids my whole life, with mermaids, oh, wow. ocean, the sea, dolphins, you know, whales and stuff. And so the first thing she said, so you've been a dolphin 
uh, a lot then in the fairy realms and then a mermaid so that kind of like your origin like what uh, creates your kind of blueprint and then from there a lot of other things of course but that was the first big cycle of incarnation i did on that planet which was uh, which is one of the planets from where the ocean blueprint from earth has been taken so the dolphins the whales the sea you know has been taken from from those um planets and where the mermaid myths come from right mm. and actually the, the funny thing about the mermaid is that that was mentioned in my very first um reading from the other reader the first thing she said i see you as a mermaid and i was like that was like my first reading ever and i was like what like how would you even know that I've been obsessed with mermaid my whole life, you know? Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, the, the the main thing. But I know I've been uh, a lot a lot of other things. Uh, so I know I've been a Lyran. So, you know, the, the cat people. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> you know. You like cats? Uh, yeah, I mean, wherever I go, cats come to me like a magnet. Oh. Like, I'm a, I'm a cat magnet, really. Uh, and now I understand why, of course. Um, oh. Cats come from the, the, the Lyrans. So they're descendant of, of that. Um, what was the other questions that you asked me? About, well, yeah, like the star people, but I think you're answering it both together, like the, the whole thing. So you, but so your first incarnation, that's what you were shown then about like the mermaids, that was? Yeah, like the first incarnation as a humanoid. Of course, you first, first I've been, she said, I've been, you know, all the animals and planets, uh, plants, you know, like I've been a lot of things before getting human. And then as human, it was there first. And she said, this is like, um, it's kind of like, Mintaka is, is a paradise. It's kind of like, um, there, there doesn't exist any war, doesn't exist any hardship. It doesn't exist any, everybody lives in, in peace and in harmony and in love, you know, it's kind of like a paradise. And so that's what you have in your heart. It's kind of like the blueprint that you bring here. It's kind of, is what you want to create on earth, right? And that's why I've always had this thing about, I don't want to settle for anything. I don't want to, you know, feel bad. Like, like whenever I feel bad or I don't feel like aligned, I want to fix it. I want to get to again to my highest um, possible timeline. Let's say so that comes together with my mission because I'm because my imprinting, let's say, comes from there where it's normal to live at that. That's what's normal for me, and so that's what I bring here to live that kind of life, which is your um, everything that you want, basically on earth because I know it's possible and to bring people there. So I'm kind of like a bridge. That's what she told me actually. So kind of like you're creating this um, 5D timeline together with others that do this so that you can bring people there by showing that it's possible. When you embody something and you show that it's possible, people will understand that it's possible. They can do it as well. Because if you have no model, if you, if you never knew it was possible to do that, how would you think it's possible to do it yourself? Um, that's, that's the whole point. And so, our soul blueprint, understanding where you come from, tells you a lot about your mission because it says who you are, right? And that's what I meant about reading in your Akashic Records, your soul origin, your blueprint, your mission. It, it, it all comes together. Like everything makes sense. Everything uh, is aligned. There is nothing random that is just there randomly. No. You have that mission because of specifically who you are. And who you are comes from your, you know, first experiences that forced who you are right then i know that i've been on earth since the very beginning like when earth was created with uh, it was project earth and stuff i've been there since day one like <laughs> i've done on earth a full incarnation cycle i've been here since always um yeah interesting why why do you all of a sudden <laughs> 
Because I was about to say, I was about to say, I actually lived more human uh, life Earth than most of human souls, you know. Oh. <laughs> so in a way, I'm, I am actually human, you know, like, <laughs> because I was here even before that humans were created. Something yeah. like that. No, I get that, uh, you know, so I, I, I get that 100%. You know, it's funny that you talked about how the imprint that was left on you because I got to see that as a little kid. So that was imprinted on me even from this life that it was possible because where my mom was from, you know, it was a town where every, it was like a paradise. Like everybody knew each other. They lived off the land. Um, There was no police. So no need for police. Like, so where people talk, you know, like here in the, like the religious people will be like, oh, when you die and go to heaven, don't you want this? And I was like, I already saw that, you know, like that exists here, like that exists here. So I know we can create that here. So why do we got to wait to get to heaven? Like that didn't even make sense to me. So as a kid and I would always tell my dad, like, oh, why did you bring us to the U.S. like from Mexico? And he would get mad like, oh, I wouldn't have brought you like if I need... because to me it was like here, you know, I grew up around gangs and violence and, you know, there was all this stuff, you know, it's like survival school, right? Like you have to learn you know, how to survive. And then mm -hmm. over there, it was all peaceful. It didn't, as a kid, you don't get it, right? Like, you don't get, like, the, the journey they make to try to, like, you know, better, mm -hmm. I guess. But it's probably more economical, right? Like, to better themselves economically and this and that and and, and all that. But, um, yeah, I had already seen, like, almost what someone would think heaven on earth would be, right? Everyone gets along. You know, no need for police, no nothing, like nothing crazy. Like it was just beautiful, right? And living with the land and the animals and all that stuff. So that was even imprinted. And now, you know, it makes sense to me because I always wanted to kind of push that because I already seen it. So I know it's possible. It doesn't sound like some, the religious people couldn't convince me, oh, you have to, you know, accept this and do this our way or you're not going to get to see that you know it was it was and then later i read i read too once about this native man that the same they were like oh when you die don't you want to go to heaven and he said the same thing he's like, oh you just explain you just describe my backyard like my back there's a <laughs> beautiful river and the mountains and what are you talking about like before you came and started <laughs> doing all your you know killing everyone and doing this and that like that was already and he, it was still his backyard you know and he was like so it was it's it was beautiful to even read that okay so um let me see what else wait, wait, wait a second what? i want to say something about yes. this imprinting yes. stuff that's amazing because we all get a different kind of imprinting for me you know what it was books and movies mm. so for me i dreamt through those so for example i love watching movies and, and you know i read so much because that kept my fantasy my dreams you know alive and this is, by the way, what dreams, what uh, sorry, books and movies are are for. They they need to unlock you something new. You know, when you watch movies like Avatar, right? Who doesn't love it? Like, it's fantasy, right? But it does speak to your heart because it's telling you something that your soul knows. It unlocks something. It unlocks a truth. That's the reason of um of movies, and that's why we love watching them because we're like, oh, I don't know this life, you know that I prefer that one, but. And that's what your mind does. But actually what it should tell you is that that is real, actually it's possible to create. Mm. And so for me, that was it. It was really connected to those uh, to those um, art creative masterpieces. And that was spoke to my heart. And I was like, you know, that, that's it, you know, that, 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 that's what I'm talking about. That's what I want, you know, not this normal 
no, no. And it's funny, you know, I don't want to like change the mood, but I guess it's honest, right? Like, so for example, see, when I saw Avatar, it triggered me in a more like, I wanted to like, like break out in tears because see, and then later, yeah, also a lot of my past lives were native, right? So a lot of people that don't realize the Avatar, all they're taking is the story of the native people here. Like how it happened, the colonizer, the way they're attacking the planet, we want to steal the resources. That's what had happened here. So for me, even just sitting in the theater, I'm there with my family. Like, I think like my nephew, because he wanted to see it, this and that. And the tears just wanted to, because I had this like rage because it was already in there because I've lived through those things. I've yeah. lived through those, those battles yeah. and everything. So I, I like, you know, I was like, oh, like it made me like furious at that because see, so to me, it wasn't just a movie. I was like, oh, this is real. They made it into yes. fantasy to, yeah. oh, you know, this, this story of, but that's really what has happened even on this, on this planet, right? Like yes. it still happens, right? Uh, you know, over there to the Amazon where they're going and, and, um, you know, always trying to take, take, take more resources in Africa. Yeah. They do it. They did it here, you know, all, it just never ends. So to me, that movie, like, yeah, it, it wasn't a fantasy. But I think, yeah, now that you say it, see, I think it was meant to trigger like that. Of they are made, they are made to trigger us. It triggers something different in everyone, uh, any one of us. Yeah. For me, it triggered. For me, it's about you know everything that it's fantasy. For me, it's kind of like I, I, I watch it in awe because that's where I belong. That's where that's where I'm happy. Like this is kind of like this dense planet, like this Earth, you know. Where there is no magic, there is. But we live in a in a in a in a life without magic. But I know that magic is possible, and that's what I've always looked for. So fantasy for me brings me back to magic, which is what makes my heart sing. Um, but if you look at, for example, Avatar two, the 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 hunt of the whale, I could not even watch that scene for how painful that was. Mm. Like that for me, like killing ah. the sea, the the oceans. That is like the most painful thing for me. I cannot even watch it. It happened the same when I watched Sis Paras in the documentary. I cried through the... I don't know if you watch it. Which one? Sis uh, Paras. It's a documentary about the... Oh, okay. I haven't seen it. The impact of uh, fishing. Uh, yeah, the impact on the sea, on the animals, on the intensive fishing. I cried for days after that really triggered that part of me that was suffering from everything that is happening to uh, Mother Earth. And without these movies, without these things, we wouldn't be triggered. So those are made to awaken the collective conscious to bring us to bring out these things and to watch it, to, to look at it from, you know, within, to see what triggers us. It's kind of like, I remember when I told you, the other day we were talking and um, I told you, you know, everything that triggers you, even if it's somebody else, it's not the person, it's you. Because that thing was already in you, right? And you've just been triggered. So... <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, I, I remember I don't know okay but go ahead go ahead go ahead so everybody that triggers you it's actually making you a favor because it's showing you something within you that it's not alignment to truth that's the whole thing that triggers are so when you when somebody comes to you and you know you get annoyed by that person okay okay I understand it's annoying it's a trigger okay but know what it is it's not the person it's you that have that thing within you that it's being shown to you that's the whole point of triggers <laughs> No, and no. this is what these movies do to our consciousness. No, that makes sense. A hundred percent. That made sense. That made more sense. Maybe this time it made more sense. Because of course, when you hear it, sometimes you're like, but yeah, regardless, yeah, in a way, because I got the lesson. Yeah, I don't even want it because I feel like that's already like done. Like, I think I, you know, 
I'm I'm good now putting it in the past or whatever. So um did I tell I don't even think I shared the whole thing with the dolphins, right? With with um did I I didn't write in the group or anything. I didn't share my experience with the dolphins, right? Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know if I, I want to share it or 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 I don't know. We could end this and then I could share it or yeah, yeah, because because um yeah, yeah. I wanted to talk a little bit more about that. But is there anything else you want to um oh you said you have a YouTube channel, you have an Instagram, but it's barely you're barely starting it, right? So you're gonna No, I'm I'm just starting. So so yeah, my website, I do sessions that's up and running, absolutely. Uh however, my next step is to be active on social media, so to really share my view on spirituality. So via YouTube. So YouTube is going to be my main platform because I really, because for me, finding things on YouTube was crucial. Like without that, I wouldn't be here. Like, so for me, because this, I want this information to be access, accessible to everyone. Accessible? Yeah, no, that's all. To, yeah. everyone. <laughs> to everyone. Because free information now, it's we, we need it. Like, because there's so much stuff. And uh, so my point was like, all the work that I've done, all the research that I've done, I came up to my own truth, to my own view, and I want to share it to make sure that things are explained in a very easy way. Because I had to swim through uh, a lot of shit, <laughs> a lot of things to understand how to do something that it's actually easy, right? Mm. Like healing yourself, all this stuff that you think like, oh, because you, you hear that teacher, then you hear that, and then, and it seems something super complex, and you try this method, you try that method, you try that, and that, and you're like, I cannot, and then, you put all the things together and you find your own way, which is actually easy. And like, why nobody explained it to me in a super easy way? So my point is about explaining in a very easy way things that people think it's complex, which is the reason why sometimes they're prevented by looking at, for looking at that information, because they think it's super complex. There's so much information about that, that I don't know where to start from. No. Okay. So my YouTube channel focuses about explaining spirituality from A to Z, all the things that I've learned, all the things that I will be learning because I will continue doing. We always grow, we, all, we always learn, we always go through challenges and lessons. So we learn new things. So just share these things so that everybody really can, can you know, if there is anything with me, that's totally fine. If not, you know, it's not for you. So um, for those that want to really understand spirituality in the best possible easy way, that's my, my purpose. And by... By understanding spirituality, you understand how this reality works. And by understanding how this reality works, you know how to shift it. And as I was saying, how to go through this transformation journey, which is basically just your mind creating something different from what you've created until yesterday. So that if you create something different, you can have a different life. Mm. And that's the healing process I was talking about. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's, um, yeah, Instagram and YouTube, mainly YouTube, I would say, as that's the main thing. Um, and then, but then I always do coaching, coaching sessions and re uh, readings for anybody that wants to deep dive uh, everything. And that's already up and running on my website. Uh, I believe you will link everything in the description. So, yeah. and then of course we have, um, we have our Cosmic Awakening community, which is a community of, uh, it's very interesting because we have a group. So we do only group sessions, meaning that every time we have, uh, you know, for now the community is like, uh, it's like grown, like we're 47, over 47. Mm. Of course, in the course, uh, we always have around from 10 to 15 to 18, 20 people, I would say maximum. And so the, the purpose is that we do, we are three uh, of us doing different things. So I do what I do in my own sessions. Then we have other two persons that do their own thing, Reiki and energy healing. 
Um, in the group sessions, people that want to receive healing or coaching or anything, they raise their hands, they're called, and basically they have their own 10 minutes, 15 minutes, according to how many people we have. And it's very interesting because other people in the group channel things for them or they they can heal them. So it's um, really a connection of everybody that's uh, it's there in the course. It's very interesting. It's very fun. Uh, and then you also learn from others uh, because you see, you know, what others are going through, you know, it, it's a community. So it's very, it's very, it's very nice. No, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, thank you for giving me the space anyway. Uh, on this. No, absolutely. Absolutely. It was my honor. So um, I think because I, I interacted with you and see, even from the beginning, right, I always wanted to start this channel and be able to bring on people that I know like, you know, that I kind of already experienced that I know, like have gifts because sometimes, yeah, when I bring people, I, I mean, I bring them, I let them, I, I, I created the space for them to be able to share, but there's some people that, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're, you know, their backstory or nothing like that. Right. So, so I don't I have no experience. It's just like, Hey, like it's, it's up to them. Um, you know, because I know now they say like how there's a lot of people too that, that falsely you know, are using the spiritual thing and this and that, like, you know, it's just some, a way that, that they, but to me, it doesn't, I never even think about that. To me, I think I always feel like everyone's just saying the truth. I just believe that, but I've experienced now I've experienced things where I'm like, ah, oh, man, very disappointing because that, because you, I would think that someone doing a spiritual walk is going to have like that integrity. Right. So now that after you experience it, it kind of changes things and you're like, wow, like I, I didn't, I didn't want to believe that or, you know, I don't know, like something like, right. Like yeah. I thought, it, I thought everybody would have the, but it's fine. Whatever. That, that, the... yeah, no, 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 totally understand. I also saw that once you enter in the spiritual world, everybody is, uh, is, um, you know, aligned, is truthful. And I found people in the spiritual world that were supposed to be my teachers, actually like people, you know, that were showing the same patterns of people completely asleep. And I was like, really? I, did, I thought that these things were not existing anymore in this world. You know, where people is actually, I'm talking about people like really being, I don't say mean to you, but kind of bullying you, you know, in the mm. spiritual world. Like yeah, yeah. somebody that should help you, but actually because feels threatened, threatened by you or kind of jealous, you know, they actually put you in a bad light in front of others. It has happened. It's a true story, but actually very recent. I'm not going to do names or where I was and stuff, but it has happened in a very spiritual context. And uh, I was shocked by seeing that, that there's still people that, you know, are still bringing these old patterns and they're just not aware. Just because you're spiritual doesn't mean that you are actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, yeah. And I get it because we all, we're all still in these human bodies. So we, we're all still susceptible to, you know, get back to the lower energies. But still, yeah, like there's things that I've seen that are, that are really not excusable. I could say, oh, I was part of, the contract or this and that, but it doesn't matter. It's just so like, it's so like, you know, there's just some things that are so bad. It's like, okay, fine. Who knows? Maybe it was in the contract or something, but geez, like I'm just going to stay, <laughs> I want to stay away from you now or stuff like that, you know, that kind of stuff. So but that's, that, that is in the contract, meaning that uh, it was for you to see something uh, uh, actually. So probably, so to, to learn the lesson really. Because <laughs> I, no, no, really I've learned, I've learned so much by this experience that just happened to me. And I learned how not to be a spiritual leader by seeing somebody that was supposed to be a spiritual leader, but actually not at all being that. So, you know, these are negative models that we also need. We need positive and negative because then we know 
what not to do before we step into that mistake. So it's all part of the learning uh, process. See, it's interesting that you said, because see that, that reminds me of one of the things that, that was kind of mapped out for me in this life was I experienced a lot of things in the human life that helped me with the spiritual life or to be able to explain it so others can understand. Because what you said, like, see, I learned that. I remember they taught us that, like when I went to the military, right? Like they taught us that, 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 right? Like they said, look at, just because someone's, you know, higher ranked than you doesn't mean they're right. Like, but you know, you're supposed to obey orders, right? Like you're supposed to, so just look at them and know like, hey, that's not what I want to be. I don't want to be that person, right? So learn from that. So basically like the same how you said. So when you would see someone that like, wow, you're you're horrible. Like I the la I never want to be like you. So that's what they taught us, right? <laughs> like, like to be like, okay. Absolutely. Yeah, that's not the kind of leader I want to be. That's not the kind of you know person I want to be. So exactly. they, they it's taught so us that from yeah, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. But, so yeah, we from the three D experiences as well, actually. I mean, until awakening was was, uh, was uh, what yesterday. So until then it was the three D experiences that teach us. So so yeah, actually. I want to say that I learn even more from observing others and from negative models than on my own experience. And that's a blessing, meaning that if you're able to see something that you don't want in others, you don't have to go through that. You mm. learn the lesson, watch and say, okay, I don't want that. And many things I've learned that that's what actually made me avoid a lot of things, speed up my process because I didn't go through a lot of things that I observed in others and I didn't want. No, I, I, it's funny because... Uh... See, that's what I was trying to teach through songs. I didn't want, even since I was young, it's funny that when I was still a teenager, teenager, one of my first songs I wrote, it was called Adolescence. So I was still technically like a kid, but I was already trying to talk to the younger kids, like trying to tell them, you don't need to go through all this, like learn from my mistakes, right? So I, I definitely uh, can relate to that. So absolutely. Yeah. But then, uh, you know, if somebody tells you, you don't, uh, you don't, uh, you don't follow the advice. Normally, it's you that you have to realize that. Oh wait, I can learn something from that. You know, uh, no, it's you. But if somebody tells you, look at you, don't do this that I did. No, no, I will not be the same for me. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. It's, it's absolutely. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, because I see. I wrote song. All these things, like I've written songs about all that. So, like, I have a song that I wrote once called "The Hard Headed Never Learn." So it was like about that, right? Like being hard-headed like no no and until it happens to you then then you learn right like stuff like that so that's funny so yeah on that note uh is there anything else you want to share before we go or i just want to say maybe uh that if you've chosen <laughs> to awaken transform your life transform yourself go to the, the healing journey really good job because this is the hard path that many don't want to go through. So if you chose that, really um, see that for yourself and be proud of yourself. This is what I want to say. Because really, it is hard, and I, I know. And uh, But it's something that we can all do, and we can all go through. And now we have all the information and the help that before wasn't there. So now it's the time. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, really congratulations for those that took this path, because it's the hardest one, but the most beautiful, most rewarding one. Absolutely. Oh, well, then let's, since you brought that up. So what do you see, like, for the future? Have they given you any channeling 
like in the direction things are going like is there gonna be like how they say like the world is splitting because i've had a lot of dreams where i think i shared it before already so i don't mind talking about it that it's like not that i was the leader but for some reason i was in the front right i was like guiding let's say guiding right i was guiding people and it almost seemed like a new earth right it seemed like a new and it was beautiful like you can't describe it there were even animals that it's funny because they don't exist here but when i looked it up there were stories like one was a wolf with antlers and then i found that there was an old native story about a wolf with antlers so whether it's in this reality or in another dimension or whatever so it was like just beautiful right the most green you can't even describe it words the most green and the water like just amazing so do you feel or have they showed you that it's like things are splitting up or we're going to change things here or it's going to be like here but another dimension like how, how do you feel or have they given you any maybe like a good a message of hope for people or stuff like that so here's the thing i don't believe we're not even going to notice we're not even going to notice these things we will not change anything in our lifetime i don't think we will change what we will change it will be our own life meaning that the 5d industry is split it will happen physically eventually yes but i believe and this is just my believing i didn't channel that by the way because these things are so complex and there's so many things that some things that we also not know not meant to know right uh but so i believe there will be an actual split in physicality of the two earths later on but i i think that we are not going to see it in our in our life it's going to be like 200 at least 200 years meaning that in this moment where we are now we are burning the old earth by upgrading ourselves those that will choose to upgrade will shift their reality their life and they will create a different life on earth like on this earth um we are still physical on the same earth, like me and my parents. So those that will stay remain in 3D, they will remain on the same earth. We will just never interact with, with each other anymore. We will just not be aware of each other anymore. All those people that, for example, were in school with you, that have nothing to do with you anymore, you will not even remember that they existed, something like that. So in these years, in, in our lifetime, this is what I believe. If I might be wrong in maybe in one year, I will, I, I will channel something different, I don't know. But right now, what I believe is that in our lifetime, we will not see any split physically. We will see major changes, major collapse, and we will create the new uh, systems with the um, with our work. It's not going to rain from the, the clouds. We are actually going to make it, uh, like to build it with new entrepreneurs, with new businesses, with new... Everything will be new. Everything, meaning the same people that were doing something before will change and we'll start doing the other thing it's can me i was part of the matrix i was part of the system i was working that now i i shifted and now i am creating that uh, uh, that earth which is helping those to transcend from the 3d to the 5d literally but some people a lot of people that for example learn in the 3d in the uh the music the the movie makings uh product uh yeah producers and this stuff so they're going to make those things in the 5D. So new concepts, new things, right? Those that created uh, energy, they're going to find new solutions. So everything is going to be transformed by people that transform themselves and therefore create new systems and new solutions for the 5D. Um, it's still going to be the same world, just new systems, new things, and the, the old shit just dropping off, like destroying itself, like collapsing. It's kind of like, imagine a moment in which 
everyone understands that the matrix it's a fake system that keeps you keeps you changed as a slave. Imagine the moment that everybody understands what happens. People uh, drop that off in mass. What happens is that big corporations will not have any employees employees anymore from one day to another. I believe it's going to happen gradually, but then it will be accelerating until those corporations will just fail. Because on the other side, there are no consumers anymore because they have awakened to the fact that those corporations are evil. There will be no people that want to work for them anymore. They will just collapse. On the other side, in the meantime, these people that have gone through the transformation will create new systems, will create new things. And each one of us has a specific role in creating this new role, new earth. And everything will happen in the perfect way so that the people will awaken in the perfect way so that they will start create what they're meant to create in the perfect moment. So now a lot of teachers are awakening because we need to bring a lot of people into the transformation. Those people that will transform from the matrix will, will come from the matrix. They were there because maybe they're, they're um, uh, engineers, engineers. Uh, they're uh, genius that will need to create a new system. So when they awaken, they will not become spiritual teachers. I mean, that was, you know, our uh, our you know our role was to bring those people to create who, what the actual earth is going to be. So this is how we are creating it, by people transforming themselves and know what they have to do, align to their mission, and just create the systems they came here to create. I I know that there's people, like I've met people in my, in my life that they're actual geniuses. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about technolo technology geniuses. Like, I know that these people will create something in the future when the time comes. So they came here because they're uh, super smart ETs, for example, incarnated to create that specific system. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like, uh, I, don't know, I don't know if you can talk about, for example, Elon Musk. I mean, obviously it's like an ET that's creating something new for us, right? So when this will happen in mass, it will be always faster and faster and faster. That is when we will see the actual shift. We will see um, the majority of people has chosen something else. It will happen. And at that point, basically, we are, we are creating a different timeline that doesn't really ex didn't exist before, and that's why we're talking about the split because it's just a new timeline that did before before it didn't exist before. But with this starship program, it has been created out of something that was going to another direction. So yeah, there are two, but just because they coexist uh, at the same time, but we are on the other one now. The other one doesn't exist really anymore. It's just in the quantum. Let's say it used to exist before. Now it's in the quantum, but now we are on the other one. And then I believe that actually we are already on the ascension time and we are already on the new earth. And we just have to create it. And that's going to be our um, work from our sweat. I say the, the hard work. Like we are actually going to create it. So like happening from the clouds. I believe that we will receive a lot of help from the ETs. I mean, that they will give us knowledge, technology, uh, new, there will be new technologies that will be able to clean our uh, waters, you know, like um, uh, the oceans, you know, the, the pollution very quickly, but this will be the new systems that will be implemented by these new people that are going to awaken and go step into the mission um, in doing what they have to do. I'm super excited to see this, by the way. I know we are going to see it in our, in our lifetime, I know. Um, I don't know what's going to happen to the 3D, to people that would choose not to awaken, because yes, there, there will be people that will choose not to awaken to this. I don't know, I don't think we are meant to know exactly. Um, because I know that much, the majority eventually will awaken. Maybe when they're 50, okay? Maybe now they're, they're 30 and they will awaken in 20 years, okay? <laughs> but it will happen. Because they will find themselves into a whole new world. Absolutely. That makes sense. And I, no, it, it, like as you're talking other things, well, let me say this then, because I, I don't want to keep stretching it out. So 
Like, how do you feel? Because see, like when I see like things like war and all that thing, like to me automatically it's like stupid, right? Like I look at them like, like how do we not have, at this point in human civilization and with being able to talk to, you know, like you, for me right now, you're like on the other side of the planet almost, right? Like kind of, right? I think maybe you are, right? So, so, you know, we're able to connect like this and all this, all this and that, right? Um. And so how, how do people still, how are we still at this level to allow? Because, you know, that's how it is. Whatever rich people or whatever, they send all the, you know, people that they consider to be, you know, poor or whatever, convince us or brainwash us to us go and die and fight in these wars and this and that, you know, and it's always because they want something, right? Or sometimes there's the ego, they're mad. Like, like, I remember with the whole like Iraq war, how, you know, the president at the time, Bush, like he said, no matter what, he just wanted to get Saddam Hussein because he had tried to kill his dad once. So, you know, they were like, oh, there were weapons of mass destruction. They were there. Like he said that, like from his own. So imagine that someone could start a whole war and everyone's kids die, your brother dies, your sister dies, your this. everybody is dying because someone was just mad. So how are we still at that point? And are people just, to me, that would be an awakening where it's like, wow, will people finally just be like, hey, you know what? Like, screw you. Like, you you go, you know, like, you go fight or something. Like, like so it's still amazing that, that, and that's why I feel the AI, right? Like, the AI, it's almost like, like, we're racing against it because they want to keep control one way or another, right? Like, because I've dreamed that. I've, I've had this dream. There were like these things. I thought they were like beings from another world, but they were like, they look like hybrid. So one day after, like maybe over a year after I had had this dream, my nephew showed me, oh, look at this robot and all the things it does. It was doing flips and running. And I was like, wow, that looks like the thing from my dream. So I even thought that when people finally want to uprise, are they then going to try to bring like, oh, like, you know, they're going to still fight for that control, right? One way or another. So if so I don't know. I don't know if that's making any sense, but yeah. I understand what you mean. So the reason why things are still like that, it's because first of all, in general, the 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 3D, the, the material world, uh it takes a lot of time to align to the actual vibration of the earth. So it takes time. So that's normal. Like it's like like when you raise your vibration, you change your life. It's not like it happens instantly. Things need to collapse from your life. You need to you know, works with shit. You need to, uh, you know, it takes a lot of time to manifest what you want it to. Having said that, think about doing it in the collective for eight, nine billions of people. So it's like, it takes a lot of time. It's 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 a chaos. It's crazy. So this is what we're seeing. We're just seeing the collapse of the old. And the reason why it's not stopping is because people need to see that. So people need to see that. It will never stop until people will see that. So the manipulation, the bullshit, the, the lies, they will continue. And here's the thing, they will become more obvious and more obvious and more ridiculous and more ridiculous because the objective in the end, like they're more desperate. So from their point of view, they try, they, they're so desperate that they don't know what to do anymore, right? So they just, I don't know, there are a lot of lies and a lot of crazy things. And I, like now I laugh, like I literally laugh and I'm like, I'm like how can people still believe that, right? Um, but on the other side, people start like it's kind of like they're so desperate that because it's not working anymore. It's kind of like trying to keep something that wants to get away. It's not their time anymore. It's finished. It's over. And we what we're just saying is just the um, 
the tail, uh, the tail, you know, getting into the water after, I don't know how to say it, but it's kind of the final thing. And the only purpose is to become even bigger and bigger, even though it has no force anymore, but just to awaken the, the, the people that really need to see that. Because in the end, it's a collective lesson. We, as a collective, need to say, need to see the truth. As a collective, we need to say, you are saying the truth, you are lying. I need to awaken. So until the majority of people doesn't see that, it will continue. So yes, a lot of people are awakening, a lot of people are raising the vibration. We we say, how can they still say those things and get get it get away with that, right? Like, how is that even possible? But it's still happening because uh, the the it has not shifted yet into the, the majority. So um it will happen, it just takes time. So we just have to be patient with uh, with the events of the world. It's just uh, let's remember that earth itself has its own contracts the civilization we are all part of uh you know we have our single individual contracts but there are also earth contracts that we need to respect so there are some things we need to go through as a collective they're, they have to they're, they have to happen even though they're not pretty but they need to happen so that uh people wake up that's the only the only the only way covid what was covid that was it it was done for some uh reasons for some well okay uh, you can say whatever you want. Say it, say it, and and if it and if it's something, I'll bleep it out. But so feel free, say whatever you want. Yeah. But what it was at a collective level was a way to wake up people. That was it. It was done by okay by some people that are not don't have their best interest at heart. But in the end, it awakened a lot of people. So these things have to happen. They are in our contract, in our collective contract, and we have to um, let them happen and just. Uh, wait uh we what we can do is to take care of our lives so what we can do is to take care of what we're responsible for which is uh changing our life bettering our life becoming what we are meant to do to, to become because when you do that you bring that vibration to earth and a lot of people are more able to do that so by changing yourself you really change the world it's like it's like it's really that's all it takes it's just about looking about yourself your life doing the work, really changing, transforming your life. And then all the people around you, all the people you interact will get something from you and they will understand. And, and this is how you shift the collective. So I wouldn't focus on the global events anymore because there's no point. It's just something that needs to happen. Just, you know, focus on yourself. I'm, I'm talking about everybody, of course. Focus on yourself. What doesn't work in your life? What works? What do you want in your life? Just focus on that. Do uh, Work through that. The rest, it's not up to you. I mean, but like, I th I think it's just in the human nature. People are gonna want to help. Like when you know you see, obviously things happening. So, you know, no. But I, absolutely, thank you so much. Uh, that was beautifully put. Uh, so I think on that note, we'll we'll end it right there. Unless there's any last thing that you want want to say, but I think, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm good. Okay, perfect, perfect. Okay, so I'll end it there. Um. Thank you so much. And just, yeah, just wait. I wanted to tell you something, my dolphin story. I don't want to share it here. So I'll just tell you real quick my dolphin story after. So thank you so much to everybody that joined us. I'll put all the links for Federica in the description. So you could connect with her on YouTube and, and her uh, spiritual coaching um, business, basically. Yeah. So much. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Okay. Life may move fast, though it may move slow I met a silly man who said he'd make it slow We look about towards space, so even at the sky One day pass away, but never look inside Breathe in, breathe out Life is a man's move, bigger than sound I mean, you